Blackwell Roundtable. What is up, everybody? I am Dana. I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. And this is Black Girl Roundtable. Pew, pew. Welcome back. Hi, guys. Happy Black History Month. And I'm black, yo. And I'm black, yo. No, I'm just saying no. No, I'm black and I'm black and I'm black. I'm black, big, 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 I don't, I still to this day don't know how he was doing that because I'd be like, thumper, thumper, No, for real. I be sounding like I'm drowning, but he was hitting every black, bliggity, black, bliggity, black, bliggity, bliggity, black. You know my favorite? One thing you gotta know, I'ma be a nigga for life. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I really want to know why he decided to sing that in that song. Like, there was no reason for him to put that in there. We are going to move into what's trending. And um, let's talk about two women who are definitely a part of Black music history. And maybe this moment is not one of our favorites, but we are certainly closely watching it. Um, We're going to chat a little bit about this Megan Thee Stallion versus, according to Nicki, Nicki Minaj beef. If you guys have not seen the updates, which I don't know how you are getting on social media right now and not seeing this information, um, Megan Thee Stallion released her first single in a while called Piss, where she starts off the track by saying, I just wanna say, fuck y'all. I don't have to, hold on, let me get this right. Okay, hold on, Meg, chill out. Uh, I just want to kick this shit off by saying, fuck y'all. I ain't got to clear my name on a motherfucking thing. Every time I get mentioned, one of y'all bitch ass niggas get 24 hours of attention. And what proceeds is three minutes and 12 seconds of sheer dragging to what I perceived as mostly the men in the music industry, but we will get into that. Um, The one line in particular that has Nicki Minaj, um, and many others in a tizzy is these hoes ain't mad mad at Megan. These hoes are mad at Megan's law, um, which had all of us getting on our Googlers to research what the hell Megan's law is. And I bet you we know now, for those of you who may not be aware, Megan's law requires uh, sexual offenders to register in their state so they can be identified by the public as offenders. And while this could have applied to one of the many, many, many men that Megan Thee Stallion fried up like bacon on hot grease in this song, including Tory Lanez, including Drake, including Partisan Fontaine, uh, who else? Any of the niggas at 1501. Joe Budden. Fucking DJ Academics, like mm, everybody. Yes. Um even, but that line was applicable to all of them, which is very unfortunate that all of these niggas have sexual predator allegations looming over them in some way, shape, or form. Um, Nicki Minaj took it as a slight towards her and her husband, Kenneth Petty, who we all know um, is required to register as a sex offender for the assault of a young girl in his teenage years, the the very violent assault of um, a young girl. Um, so... This has erupted into Nicki Minaj dropping, I'm going to generously use the term diss track, and the barbs going absolutely insane online, including doxing several people, and then respectively being reported to the FBI. Let's call it a diss weekend, because it wasn't really just the song. She That's true. The whole it was a weekend. diss world tour, yeah. It was a diss <laughs> 72 hours, and I, and I wouldn't call it a diss even. Cause I don't think she really 
dis Megan Thee Stallion. I think it was I think it was a seventy two hour uh rocking in the corner weekend. Just it was a seventy two hour rant about nothing. So I think if you will come for somebody you can't come for somebody if you just saying like I'm gonna put air quotes around facts. Mm-hmm. That's like it it just we'll get into it. So yeah, that's all I had. Let's get into it. In summary, Meg released a track. Nikki lost her mind on Twitter and then released a track that essentially regurgitated everything that she had been tweeting all weekend, concluded the track with a very spooky ASMR that went on for longer than the actual music went on. Um, And here we are. The internet is ablaze and none of us can get on any of the apps without hearing about this. Um, Where do we begin? Let's, Let's first, let's talk about Hiss. Let's just, for a second applaud the mastery mm-hmm. that is his hello amen anybody feel free to kick us off i just i there were some lines in here to where i just she really said i'm going to address all of y'all and whoever feels hit that was for you because i do think that the megan's law this was about a lot of niggas but was about nikki's husband as well was because it's like and again because she also puts in it like not just the like i don't know what i did to you but like leave me the fuck alone was basically what she said like you're not you're mad you're not mad at me bitch you're mad at your life and your decisions so you can just leave me the hell alone and leave me out of it and then of course it was um these niggas hit on bbls we walk around the same scars ah that was too good and that can be about two different people. And that's about the sad part. Dude. And then again, the wait, who's the second one? Money bag, yo. Oh, he got a BBL. They've been allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. I love me some money bag, yo. He really don't be saying much and doing much, as far as I know. But allegedly, he got a BBL. I I'm not a BBL, but like lipo and, and some jaw structure yeah. stuff. Allegedly, because granted, if you look at them before and after pictures, he does not. Look he don't look like that. Damn. He don't. He. I mean, he in the gym now, so he you know working to maintain it as a good, a good post op person should. <laughs> good, 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 good. But and I think it really was. It was coming for Drake for the most part. Oh, most absolutely, definitely. absolutely. And as someone who actually does like Drake's music, um, but also does think that Drake is a weird ass nigga, I lived, particularly the fake ass accents. I said, "Thank you, thank Fun you, <laughs> thank you." Posted in another nigga's hood like a bad bitch. I said, "Thank you. Why are you why, now? You're a yard boy from from Brixton. Like, what is going on? First, you were Jamaican, and then you were like some kind of Arab foreign poppy, and now you're now you have like this UK accent that just kind of just came from nowhere. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. That and truly this- was your best song mm-hmm. because that's exactly where the fuck you're from. At this point, I'm waiting for like the album with Bad Bunny, and he gonna be." speaking broken spanish and it's coming we just gotta deal with it didn't he make that baby release a rap track i said what is like, yeah it's on his uh it's on that one album every time we play it raheem goes click i'm like from the album i'd be like you on here adonis is i, I ain't listened know. to a drake album since scorp scorpion mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i'm so. like everybody can't be dj khaled and beyonce and put their babies on the album like, you can't do it don't work that way even people. dj khaled needs to stop putting that baby on a damn album DJ Khaled was taking that little boy everywhere at one point, and I was 
irritated. So was he. He right. Assad wanted to be at home. You got a pack and play somewhere for him to sit in the back and somebody's green room. Right. He got his little headphones on. He just on stage, looking stressed. I'm like, please get this baby off the damn. Where is the nanny? We're not talking about DJ Khaled, but every time, but anytime I think that, every time I hear about him talking about how he doesn't, um, yeah, I'm always just like, there's nothing. One of Nikki's best bars. Ain't no fat nigga telling me what he ain't eating. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's unfortunate that Nikki didn't bring that level of energy to this record because she then released. Is it called Bigfoot? Yes. Oh okay. my freaking god. Now, yes. first first and foremost, I just must say, as a bitch who wears a size 10 and a half, I really need y'all to be so fucking for real. Like, I have to keep myself up. Like, genetics are gonna do what they have to do. My thing is like that's what I was saying like before, like you you trying to come for me, but you're just stating literal facts. I thought I put this on silent. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. I couldn't even hear it. Like, Megan is damn near six feet tall. She not going to have size five feet. Like, the girl is going to have big feet. Also, you talk about, oh, she damn near six foot tall. Is that supposed to be a slight? That she is a literal, like, model? Her what name are you, is what are Megan you, the Stallion. 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 Like, are known to be the biggest horses. She is from Houston, Texas, that has... A lot of horses. That's even a part of Texas culture. Like men in Texas will call you a stallion if they think you are tall and fine. So she right. started going by Megan the Stallion because people were calling her a stallion. Yes, that's so not that's how she got the name. Bad term. And also, again, and saying that, like, and trying to mimic her rap flow and talk about, oh, would you want, would you want to sound like like Bumby or Pimp C when those are like two of like her main influences in terms of rap also when Pimp C is no longer with us not when you have literally have multiple songs copying Biggie you can't say anything anything at all I mean (laughs) I meant the barbs and this is coming from because if the barbs is listening Former Barb's stop. Oh my gosh! Don't even do, yes. don't even do Absolutely. it. Absolutely, I was up in Pink Friday before this Thank shit you. went on. Thank you. <laughs> don't don't even try it. I was there for the Roger that day, so don't even freaking try it. Okay. When you had the down, when you had to illegally download these yes. like, mixtapes, I was there. Okay, got all types of viruses on my family okay. computer. They put um, "Beat Me Up, Scotty" on Apple Music like twelve years after I been had it. No, right. I was no. like, it's too late. Don't do it to us. Um, but we did get Boss Ass Bitch with that album release. So I said, I'll take it. Um, but it's it's really unfortunate. And honestly, I always felt like, and not even in a shady way, I feel like a lot of Nikki's like Roman persona was like a little bit of an evolution of the same shit that Wayne has been doing for years. Um, mm. Not saying she bit his flow, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, she's a part of Young Money. She was his protege or one of them. That to me is like, I feel like all of the Young Money rappers, Drake, Tyga, and Nicki took like elements of what Wayne had done and just like sensationalized it into separate careers, which is a very smart business model. Mm-hmm. Um, but facts are facts. And what many rappers and crews who have a top, like, if you look at, if you listen to anybody who Jay, who uh, Jay-Z founded, 
mm-hmm. in terms of their in terms of their success. They have a little bit of Jay Z in in their music. This is this is okay to like sound like your influences and your idols and the people that you have studied for years. Like I don't understand. And again, speaking of Barb's, Barb's, if you listen to this, you want to dox us. We all got lawyers. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm not. I'm not the one. That people say, "Well, apologize on social media." No, no, uh, I'm, not going, I'm not going to jail. Won't, don't, can't. We got lawyers who call us niece, friend. Lock his okay, ass. you're Lock going his to prison if you try to dox any three of us. Okay. And that's what's been happening. Like the exactly, yeah. people have been having the FBI called on them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a one group of the barbs that are about to, are are p- possibly facing RICO charges. Um, Good. You can't like a RICO charges. RICO yeah. charges, domestic terrorism. Mm-hmm. Um, like the charges are oh, insane. All over a celebrity who does not know you exist. And it will never know you exist. And I, as somebody who, and we, every time we talk about Nikki and all the things that she's doing and how much we want better for her, it's almost impossible for us not to look back on like the career and, you know, celebrate how great once upon a time Nikki was. When Nikki talks about all these bitches is my sons, bitch, I was your son for a long time. But it, at this point, you, even the barbs have to admit this shit is getting egregious. Like, at what point is it enough? Now we talked about cults a few weeks ago, and this is you niggas are in, and Nikki. I don't know what Nikki people need to get this to her. If I was you, I start charging like the church. Sure, okay, start charging ties to these kids. True, for real. Come to Gag City. Come on, I will start. I'll make a compound called Gag City. Right. <laughs> You know what, y'all? I think we might have found our gimmick. Ta-da! Everybody. Everybody. Yes. Let me go uh, hit my hips. Right. In the middle of the city. Talk about doing the church. Come on. <laughs> I would fucking die. Uh, it's really unfortunate. And I don't know. Listen, I think... I think a good 95% of this is 100%, you know, 95% is 100%. 95% of this is Nikki. Like this is behavior that she's exhibited for a long time. And I think whatever she's got going on in her personal life has just kind of really brought it to the forefront. But I do think there's that 5% where this man and this relationship have done something to you where you have just decided to jump with both feet into the deep end and you need to get out and get some help. No, the, the funniest thing is he had tweeted, I think, allegedly. I didn't see that. But allegedly, he tweeted and was like, I kind of like when she acts immature like this. And everybody was like, uh, what do you mean? I thought that, and see, this is the scary thing about right now. I thought that might have, that might be AI. That might be like a fake. Tweet yeah, I'm not sure. I would hope. I I'm praying that it wasn't. Because if he really said, let me go, what's Mr. Petty's? Mr. Nicki Minaj, Mr. Brighton. <laughs> but mind you, but mind you, this is the same man who's about to threaten Offset. On it's like, sir, if you threaten somebody and it's a, you're going to jail forever for life. That's it. Clink, clink. So maybe this is not the battle that you wanna that you wanna fight. Something else y'all just said made it made another line in that track 
pop up in my head where she's like, oh, for a free beat, you can hit Megan Raw. Well, let me tell y'all something right now. If I was young and beautiful with Megan Thee Stallion's body and access to niggas in the music industry, they would write legends. They would write edicts about them, the niggas I was fucking. This is what I've never understood about this argument that's been made for the since hip hop's inception about like, oh, that bitch is fucking her way to the top. Okay. <laughs> like, a lot of people it. do it. <laughs> Why are y'all niggas so easy? And, okay. and also, exactly. Men are stupid and easy. Duh. Okay, if I could you want you want bitches to struggle because of- if somebody knocked on your door right now and I'm talking to the listeners, and if y'all have the moral compass of of Mary of Nazareth, good for you. Um, but for to for everybody else, if I don't know who name a famous rapper that's moderately attractive. Uh, let's. <laughs> that moment, while my mind is going like I don't know any rappers. There's not a lot of them that this these that days. are like actually attractive. Not he don't have to be beautiful. Just like oh, okay, Joey Badass. Right. I think that's exactly who I was about to say. Yep. Joey Badass knock on your door. Say yo. Insert your name here. We're gonna do this like Wattpad. Hey Y slash N. I <laughs> I think you are fine as hell and I'm gonna help you launch a rap career. I'm gonna produce your beats. I'm gonna write your lyrics. That's why Joey Badass is a good choice because Joey Badass can rap. Mm-hmm. And all I need is one night. You finna say no? Absolutely not. And also, all these niggas sneak their way to the top. So... I'd rather, you know, have a little fun. A lot of these, they they, they go behind their homeboy's back and they steal deals and steal lyrics, stuff like that. So yeah, if, I mean, if we just, if we all have, just having fun and you know, you, right. you know, I, again. I might have slept with Joey Badass anyway. Anyway. So why not get something out of the deal? Again, y'all fucking the text man for text. <laughs> You're fucking your baby daddy for free. What was that vine for back in the day? You shouldn't have sucked his dick for free. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have taken the Okay. Listen, y'all love this lady on TikTok. What's it? Uh, Sheer Shinshira. Oh, I don't know he's a sprinkle, sprinkle lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sprinkle, sprinkle. That's all I know her as. I'm like, I can't say that lady name. It's an S R H in there, and then like a seven or something like that. Yeah. I keep wanting to call her Seven Streeter. That's not it. That is hilarious. That's not it. I actually like Seven Streeter and her music. Very talented lady. Very talented, yes. Um, but yeah, I feel like Megan is applying the sprinkle sprinkle practices to her real life. Yeah. And even if that's true, a lot of times y'all be saying that because she's fine and in a picture with somebody. You don't actually know if she has sex with any of these men. Y'all just y'all just assume so because she's fine as hell and thick. And yeah, even yeah. if you are Megan, I'm telling you, I would do it for the. I would do it just to tell the story. Yep. Also, the music. If if it took this to get this music, girl, thanks. <laughs> do it again, right? Okay. Keep up the good work. I don't know, like Lori Harvey, no notes. That's Megan, no notes. Even Taylor Swift, no notes, girl. No notes. Do your thing. I can say a lot about Taylor Swift. Your dating history is not a problem for me. Again, mm-hmm. you could do more. And I love the fact that she like, oh, this didn't work out. Let me write a song about this nigga so I can at Let least me make some money off of it. I'm right. not mad. 
I'm here for it. I'm not mad at all. Do your Why thing, not? Taylor girl. Yes. Live your life. Mm. So any final thoughts on this Nikki Meg altercation? If you're going to write a diss track, make sure it's a diss track. There That's you all go. I gotta say. Um, Come with your best bars. Anime baddies up by a thousand because Meg posted the spider lilies. And if you watch Tokyo Ghoul, you know. My final thoughts are um, I love how Meg hasn't really said anything since and that she just announced on Good Morgan America that she's probably going to go on tour um, while uh, back on the ranch, Nikki, um, again, was going on a alleged uh, drug-filled uh, bender um, in the corner of a studio this whole weekend. <laughs> it's so unfortunate. But life moves on. We will move on. Unless, of course, there are more updates on this, then we may bring it back around. Stop boxing, folk. Yeah. Stop. You're going to jail. You're going to prison. Right. Federal prison. You're not going to jail. You're going to prison. <laughs> okay. Like, girl. Oh, my gosh. Uh, moving on to more people who are possibly going to prison for their actions. Um, let's talk about Keith Lee's latest stop on his food tour. Um, so for those of you who are on social media familiar with Keith Lee, he is a very famous TikTok food reviewer, has really gone viral in the past few years for his really candid food reviews and also how he uplifts Black businesses originally in Vegas, but now he's taking his talents on the road and going to cities across the U.S. to bring um, struggling um mostly BIPOC-owned businesses, the, the business and attention they need to thrive. Um, Keith's recent stop in Dallas has been met with a lot of turmoil already, and he's only been to one restaurant. In summary, we see Keith stopping at a local sort of bakery food truck where he gave a favorable review that he posted to his account and also left a $4,000 tip, which was to be distributed $1,000 to the owner, $1,000 to the waitress that was working that day, $1,000 to a young man who was cutting hair in front of the food truck to sort of generate some business and some foot traffic, and $1,000 to be spent to pay out essentially the restaurant for the rest of the day so they could give out food to the rest of the patrons coming for free. Typically when this happens, the owners do a really good job of honoring Keith's wishes, but this particular owner decided to keep all of the money for herself. And it wasn't until the waitress that was working that day went online and let the public know that this is what happened. Um, overall, I don't think there's too much to say here, but I think this really raises a lot of conversation about Keith Lee, sort of what he's been doing, and a lot of the backlash that I think he's gotten from the public for just being an overall pretty decent guy. Um, so what do we think about this incident and and just, I guess, some of the, I don't want to say the backlash, but yeah, the backlash that Keith Lee has gotten um, on his last couple of stops with Atlanta, New York, the Bay Area, and now Dallas. I think people just, like people are mad that he pretty much made it off of being a TikTok reviewer. Because people love to throw out the thing of like, oh, he has no credentials, so who is he to say X, Y, and Z? Y'all made him who he is. 
So why now that, you know, he done went to so-and-so's restaurant in your hometown and he don't like it, that now all of a sudden he has no credentials, he don't know what he's talking about. But any other time y'all are following, like, everything this man say is Bible. It makes no sense. And in this instance, this lady, whoever the owner is, I feel like I don't know how old she is, but the power of social media is real. And (laughs) you took this blessing that you was about to get and it's over close shop like it's i genuinely like not like she might not be able to recover from it but i genuinely do not see it like the keith lee effect is real in both on both ends of the spectrum you could do really well or it could go really bad really quickly and you took his generosity and i'm surprised he has not said anything yet to the best of my knowledge he hasn't but he is not the one to be played with either First of all, no way I keep playing with that man. He is an ex MMA fighter. Stop playing with him. Please, but, I don't <laughs> I'm like, stop playing with that man. First of all, I'm a beat Keith Lee up. You're not Keith and his brother gonna jump you. But that's another another story for another day. I just I just don't get the Keith Lee slander. Like he is just trying to be a good dad, a good husband, and eat some food with his family. Like it's weird. Y'all y'all trying to make people who are good people bad for some reason like how they were trying to do that librarian on, on tiktok oh my like, gosh y'all know, first of all this is a this is a keith lee stan account and this is a mr michael at the library stan account i Don't y'all, love y'all michael it's so sweet i'm like you know what you're right michael be brightening in my day y'all not gonna say nothing bad about that man. i throw hands for michael let's stop. okay look real like i don't play let's stop Let's not That's do like this. California, who did it? Okay. Michael, get behind me. Michael, get behind me. <laughs> Let me tell you something about this library growing up. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Having fun isn't hard when I whoop your ass with my library card. Right. Now, when I slit your fucking throat with my library card, I bet you would have wanted one, don't you? I bet you would have wanted one, didn't you? I will say this. I completely agree with what Jelena is saying. I think t- people are not used to super genuine people becoming famous like this particularly when it comes to like influencers i think we're always waiting for like scandal or for somebody to switch up or for somebody to act different once they get um a little bit of fame and money and clout um and i think keith lee has constantly proved just through his genuine actions that he is not like that at all that he he always says that like he is just a vessel from God and this is how he's spreading his message of positivity and he just wants to take care of his family and you know spread that message very much I kind of compare him and Tabitha Brown like the same ilk right like two sides of the same coin um particularly when it comes to food now we can talk about like accreditations and all that good stuff. A lot of times I get my reviews from people who I genuinely trust and they don't have to necessarily be influencers or, or I should say like uh, accredited critics, you know, and think of it like this. We all go to, we all went to Yelp or go to open table or whatever and see reviews online. Those are the, that's like the same thing that Keith Lee is doing. But yeah, I mean, just like Lena said, I think that y'all are not used to someone like Keith Lee being who Keith Lee is. And that's unfortunate. And I hope that this does not sully his motivation to do these things still. I hope that I, I, knowing following him, I think that he, he'll continue to do it maybe in a different way, 
maybe, you know, but the impact is still there. Um, but also a reminder, Keith Lee always tells y'all in, you know, right before he tries food right after this is just my opinion. I would, if I were you, I try it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things I really like about Keith Lee is like one, number one, I a hundred percent agree with what both of you said. And particularly the point that like, you don't need to be an expert in food to give an opinion on food. Just like a lot of y'all, even though you shouldn't get on the internet and give your opinion on music when you have no musical expertise, (laughs) another discussion for another day. Um, But a big part of that, I think that music or food reviewing is like a skill. The more you eat, the more sensitive your palate is going to become and you're going to get better at it. And then I also think Keith, unlike a lot of professional critics, talks about his taste buds and like his preferences and gives the review from that perspective as opposed to like the universal truth that this is good and this is not. Like he said, I like this spice level. I personally don't like this spice level. I like this flavor. I personally don't like this flavor. Um, And that's what a lot of y'all food reviewers are missing. I think once upon a time we talked about that, whoever that black guy is, who's like also a Keith Lee with a decent following, but is like very nasty. He's on this mission to try all black owned businesses. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that's a great comparison of like what to do and what not to do. So I'm really Mm -hmm. not for this Keith slander at all. Um, and the last thing I'll say on this, a lot of y'all don't like Keith Lee because he's a great example of what black fatherhood and what black, um, you know, real black love and relationship can be. And is a very great example of how to be a masculine man without being toxic. And y'all hate it. Cough, he's so cough, free. Chad Ochocinco. He, he's so free. He'll, he can dance. He, 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 he'll dance online. He will do whatever with his family and his kids. And you can tell, like, he, he, like, I take my family everywhere. I love that. I love that he takes his family everywhere with him. It's just a nice man. And, you know, you just said something, Asha, and that just made my mind, what is the disconnect? Because he is everything that all of you, I'm trying to get rich and take my family out the hood as niggas want to be. He literally, that is literally him. Like, but he, he needed a, a stylist. His cousin is his stylist. Like, what? I don't understand how y'all can hate him. I, I don't. think people don't like it because he did it by by doing all of the things that they've been told not to do. He's loyal to his wife. He is loyal to his family. He was in a traditionally very masculine and aggressive career, but made a living off of doing something very regular, very mundane. Um, and then well, and use I that know, platform to like, and dare I say domestic. Yeah. yeah I, was like, I, was, I was like, and dare I say domestic to where a lot of y'all can't, a lot of y'all are not emotionally. And I would say, I don't know how the, like, like uh, a lot of men do not know how to want to express their emotions. And y'all also don't know how to express your interests outside of sex, your job. He made a platform off of integrity. What you see is what you get. He don't want no, and that's why you Atlanta niggas got so mad. He don't want no special yeah. treatment like y'all do. He don't want no extra, no VIP, extra whatever like y'all would he's have not, taken. He's not doing with with his fame what everybody else would do with his fame. And I think the big thing for me is like, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, I think the other part that really eats people up about Keith is yes he loves his wife but he also likes his wife yes yes and that is something that I think people cannot stand like 
Ronnie is always there. He loves his kids. He likes his kids. His kids are always there. He's always very hands-on being a father. I sometimes enjoy Ronnie's TikTok more than I enjoy Mm -hmm. Tim's. Just because I think she shows like what a real healthy relationship is without all of the fluff and the bullshit that you get in a lot of couple channels. Um, And even her page is not even a couple's page. She's just like, and this is my husband with the kids and I'm leaving. So kudos to Keith, kudos to Ronnie. I'm really sad that this was the first kind of stop on the Dallas food tour, but y'all are on notice. And the crazy thing is he be telling y'all where he's at. So just act accordingly. Ugh. Um, I think that's going to wrap us up for what's trending for this episode. We'll take a quick break and be back with our next segment. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update. And it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it. See, I about like eight. All righty, welcome back for another Black Girl Roundtable 2024 draft. So I think it's best to start off this segment with who won the draft uh, last episode. And drum roll, please. The winner is Jelena. Oh, you like yeah. me. You really like me. Well played, well played with 92% of the votes. Oh, right. Oh, okay, so it wasn't even and, close. Right. I was like, damn. Oh, well, I should got the other 8%. Every, y'all, y'all said, fuck Dana and her lineup. I said, I oh. Like y'all was really good, though. Like, wait, the listeners, what? Wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. <laughs> I had you with Jocelyn and Ray J. I really did. Right. Listen, I thought that we was at you least going to so get a ones. little. We was going to get a little tension, but you know, I really feel like once you put New York on the roster, yeah, as a black woman, I'm yeah. I'm sad. I'm sad. Yeah, yeah. New York and Drita, I think I would have also played like I'm like I need to see that. I need the drama. What's happening? What's happening? And then you had Drewski and got the stallionaire. So New York also has some love relationship tension. Mm-hmm. So it's. I I respect, I respect the audience choices. So if you guys are interested in voting, please make sure if you're listening on Spotify, you check out our poll um, that's available right under the episode and everybody listening on other platforms, check us out on Instagram. I will actually remember to post the poll on Instagram this time. I am sorry. Um, And you will be able to vote on which lineup you think is the best. Um, So moving on to this week's draft. We will now uh, get started with our twenty, our second draft uh, for this little segment for 2024, and we are going to be creating our dream festival headliner lineups. So think a Black Girl Roundtable esque one week Coachella style festival where every day of the week we got another headliner for you, and we're going to use our draft picks to develop that list for you all. So since Jelena went first last week, first up this week is Asha, followed by me, and Jelena will go last this week. So Asha, if you want to kick us off, your first round draft pick is... Beyonce. I knew it. (laughs) I didn't even put her on my list because I knew somebody was going to say it. (laughs) 
I knew she was going to do it. I knew she was going to do it. And I'm mad anyway. Yep. Uh, I think we remember Coachella from, um, was that 2019? Um, yeah. So let's, let's do it again. Headliner, Beyonce. Iconic. All right. I'm going to try and capitalize on a little bit of a loophole here. I mm-hmm. see your Beyonce and I raise you Destiny's Child. Mm. I oh, feel right. like the girlies I one like day only. Okay. <laughs> um, no, two completely separate <laughs> musical acts. Um, I feel like Beyonce would pull something like that where she's headliner one day on her own and then does Destiny's Child the other. Most of the time she just gives us a cute little reunion moment. Um, but, um, it's my party and I'll cry if I want to. So (laughs) I'm choosing Destiny's Child for my first act for my dream festival lineup. Okay. The reunion that we all desperately want. Yeah, please. And I don't think they would ever give us a full-blown tour. I think the girls have too much family and personal obligations Mm -hmm. going on to make it feasible. But I do think one day they may surprise us with like a good a good show where they do all the hits, but just one. I'll even take an album. Same. Right. But it, yes, but I'm going to stay in the, in the family, not necessarily them, but I feel like a modern day, what I want to say, embodiment of the Destiny's Child era, in my opinion. And I'm going to go with Victoria Monet. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Solid, solid, solid. Good one, good one. Okay. Alrighty, so yep, my first one's Beyonce. My second one, speaking of keeping in the family, I think people would love to see this, would be Solange. Ooh. Screw you. Why are you taking both of mine? I think if Solange went right before Beyonce, people would be like, oh my God, are they going to perform it would together? Be great. Are they, which they probably, but they definitely would. I'd put it in their contracts. But, uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, my fifth is Solange. I mean, my second, my second is Solange. Good choice. It was on my list too. I'm hurt. (laughs) Okay. I'm waffling between two, um, Mm -hmm. on my next one, because I know one of you has one or both of these on your list. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to keep it in the realm of a musical groups and I'm going to go with Silk Sonic. Mm. I feel like we were robbed that Vegas residency was I'm sure amazing but it was literally a pandemic and most of us could not get to Las Vegas to enjoy the show otherwise Mm -hmm. I would have been there and I don't know if we'll ever get another Silk Sonic album or tour because Anderson Pack be doing literally whatever the fuck Um, but I Oh. oh my gosh, she in a new band every other day. I need you to go back to Silk Sonic, sir. I can't do this <sighs> with just one album. I Either cannot live my life with one damn album. Either that or Free Nationals. Just give me, just stay put. Just be still. Stay put a no, little bit of time. No Worries was a good little duo too. Like, I like all of his groups, but like, come on, bruh. Um, but yeah, so I think that people would really enjoy Silk Sonic. I feel like people would show up to see Silk Sonic because we didn't get the chance to really experience that in the way that 
we could have. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I would have just loved to be able to go to like, similar to how we did with the Beyonce concert, like go in my full seventies, mm-hmm. you know, it's so silk sonic attire, mm-hmm. but uh, alas, that's my number two. So to keep it in the silky smooth, sexy singer uh, space going with my, my bae, Miguel. Ah, that was on my list. That was, that, was the, that was the one I was debating. <laughs> <laughs> me too, me too. Gotta go with Miguel. Could you just imagine? I've uh, seen Miguel at a festival. It's, he's yes, very, very I've seen good. him multiple times. <laughs> you both have told me he's so good live, and I haven't gotten to see him live, but I really want to. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. No, except it, I, don't except know, Rizzy, I don't know what the hell he got going on now with all yeah, these like, yeah, the weird yeah. stuff he doing. Yeah. But the vocals is going to be there. Yeah, he can sing his butt off. Yeah, I, I don't want to see him when he's hanging off his flesh. But then you're right, I don't want to see none of that. I'm gonna just close my eyes and, and just listen to the music. I don't want to see none. Does of he that. be doing it to the song "Flesh"? Do we hang it from his flesh? I, I don't know what he did. He didn't even because he hasn't even released the song that he did that to. Or like the so, audio, no. I think of what that was. Yeah. I don't know what the audio is. But when I saw him, he wasn't hanging off nothing. That's what right. He was regular, regular Miguel. Gross, gross, gross. Mm-hmm. No, gross is the word. Okay. Uh, my third oh. go ahead i'm, I'm sorry i'm oh, sorry i'm also gonna go with a band um and they're they have a highly and they apparently they're back in the studio now and i know people are i hate your guts asha like i really dislike oh, you right my, now my third is the internet <laughs> she's literally the worst this is why this is why you can't do stuff like this with your friends because everybody has the same musical same thing. music taste and every time one of y'all says something i'm just like delete 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 it's okay because I was like, I'm gonna try to pick people that I they might pick, but it's not going to be your first choice uh, of picks. I hate you, but great choice because I would love to see the internet at a festival, and I think they are the perfect festival band. They don't know your words. Yes. Ugh, so good. Um. All right. Well, back oh, to the drawing board. I'm so proud of that one. I'm so proud of that one. You should be. That's a really solid choice, but I'm devastated. I understand. Uh, alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Um, so I I feel like I've got a group theme going on right now, and I don't know if I want to stick with it or if I want to deviate. Um mm-mm. so I'm I'm gonna pivot a little bit, and I feel like Yes, we want to be R&B fun, but we need to get a little bit ratchet. And since she's going on tour this summer anyway, and she is a festival queen, let's go ahead and throw Megan Thee Stallion in there. Ah, you bitch. Thank you. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for deviating from the R&B, because that was where I was about to go. You bitch. I had to get you back. <laughs> gotta get you back. I gotta see this through. If it's the last thing I do. Wow. <laughs> Raven, uh, that's Raven has some of the best of me. Listen, I could still probably name you every smash hit that the boys of motion put out. I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna go with Lotto. Not a bad choice. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with my gut. And she be and she puts on a show too. She so. does. She does. Mm-hmm. And Sean Bankhead is her choreographer for most of her stuff. So yeah. Yeah. And I feel like her stuff has really elevated. Isn't she also working with Tiana Taylor as well? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She get trying to get herself together. I appreciate it. Anybody who's going to put the time in. 
And I'm gonna say her songs don't be bad either. I'm like, mm-hmm. anything she put out, I have never been like, this is horrible. No. So, yeah. I, I'm ready to see her do bigger fictional venues. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> Off the strength of um, is giving. She, I'm, my butt is in a seat. Okay, so my next one is someone who like doesn't really do a lot of like appearances that much but like i'm trying to get everybody in the building i'm trying to get everybody so my next person is kendrick lamar damn it asha good one good one damn it we got to see him at um oh at firefly Firefly. he was Mm -hmm. really good he was really good good choice good choice Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't have any oh no i do have some men on here i was about to say ugh, men right um Mm, okay i feel like we should i should reach across the diaspora for my next choice okay um we said we want everybody in the building i want these tickets sold out within a few hours and so i'm gonna go with burn a boy i hate you Mm, that's a good one that's a good one that's a good one Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I hate it. The girlies. <laughs> I'm seeing him in March too. The girlies oh, love their Afro beats. Afro Nation. He was the headliner for Afro Nation for like four years in a row. Good one. Good that one. That is a very good one. Thank you. Thank y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, my what is this number four? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go a little bit nostalgic for me for the for my fourth one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Tyler the Creator. Good choice. Ooh, that's not even nostalgic. He got some recent stuff. That's I mean, yes. But I have always wanted to see Tyler the Creator in concert. And so I'm gonna go with my dreams. <laughs> that is a really good one. That is Great a really choice. good one. Okay, so this is our last one, right? Yes, and I feel like we can also maybe, do you want to do one honorary mention each? Because I have one that's here just for jokes, but I don't want to put it on my official lineup. Okay. Okay. Okay, so- They're not a headliner, but they will they might be at the event. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this one, I know for a fact I'm going to get the other uh, demographics in here. So I'm like, like this concert's going to be full, okay? Oh, shit, if you full. say what I think you meant to say, I'm going to flip a table. You may not. This might. This is this is going to be a little different. Okay. Catronata. Okay. okay. Good choice. I, I thought about it. I did. Catronata. I think Catronata, like in terms of like just party vibes beats like Kitchenada, i've been to a Kitchenada concert before nobody there was nobody standing still there's nobody standing still everybody yeah. was up like it was packed it was packed so my last one is Kitchenada. okay whoo he's about to have me stressed um mm, okay i've got a couple here i'm surprised that you guys haven't said um and I let, let me think about I need to doing, are, are we doing our our mention our honorable mention after we all go yes I think so yes. yeah seems fair okay um I'm trying to decide which one of these I'm going to go with I'm looking at their catalogs I have never been so nervous in my life because I really don't want you to say the person that I'm that I'm about to say <laughs> all right I am. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna 
gonna go with Ari Lennox, and this one I is knew you were gonna do that. Is pretty selfish. Um, I just never got to see Shea Butter Baby live, and mm-hmm. I want to. Um, and of course, I think you know Ari has a very very loyal fan base. I think she's gonna draw a yeah. crowd no matter what. Um, but yeah, that one is a little bit more self motivated, and I just feel like a bunch of black women smoking blunts, listening to Ari Lennox is just a place where I want to be. Agreed. Same. All right. Last one. And we said we want a packed house. So I'm going to go with the person who is literally about to play a stadium. Usher. Great choice. Great, great choice. I thought about great it too. Choice. Great I choice. Thought I about Dana it. says Usher, I'm going to throw <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it. Can't have a festival without freaking Usher. Listen. You know my favorite song in the world. I'll be there, right? right. If anybody, front row. You know the night. <laughs> nah, I probably pass out like Mocha with the boys in motion. It's the boys, <laughs> like and knock down like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. When I saw the clips of the Vegas choreography for uh, "You Don't Have to Call," I said it's a good thing I'm not there because if i would have seen usher come out the back stepping out like that in the suits i probably would have had a heart attack like, he's right here oh my God. i think i would have healed over and how everybody is not bursting into tears when he comes to sing there goes my baby i don't know because like, that's not my freak i hope yes. that's not doing the super bowl i know I don't want to hear none of that EDM era that he went through. I don't want to hear none of that. You know he's going to do it because it's the whites. I think he's at least going to give them, I think he's going to give us like a medley, like a like a transition from, if mm-hmm. you want to scream, yeah. And then I forgot about that song. I actually mm-hmm. kind of like that song, but then I think he'll use that one to trans- transition us into, yeah, yeah. That'd be cute. Yeah, I yeah. hope he does that now yeah. that you said it. Usher, baby, if you're ever looking for a creative director, hit my line. Now, what would be wild and would have me like screaming through the streets is if he did um, Bad Girl and then had Beyonce. And that's what I was oh just my thinking. Gosh. I would die. I would die. So now, I do, Usher. I would. I need you to bring the beeps. I need okay. you. I need you. I do need you to bring out the I need you to bring out the beads. That's what I should have put on there. Okay. Justin got a catalog on him. Justin got some hits. And I need Dude. them to do that little combo that they used to do for oh my god. I need to see it. I need Justin yeah. to get back into his dancing era. And then I need y'all to do somebody to love. Don't need to. <laughs> I don't even mind if Usher brought out what is what is that little K-pop boy that he got a song out with? That's a great. I think, I think oh. it's the, uh, the 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 little moon and dip, and he was that That's a great song. I said okay, come yeah, on, Usher. I wouldn't mind that at all. Just that song. I don't need a whole set from right. him, right? Um, if that little boy even has that much music, but I really do like that song. Isn't that a group? I think he's a part of a group, but it's just one of them that the song is with. Because I watched the music video. Okay, thank you. Because I, I just, I just thought it was. Yeah, it's the whole group, but it's just the one child that is in the. I don't even want to say child. I think he's like our age. <laughs> <laughs> That's like in the jump. Am but I not a teenage girl? What do you mean then? You're a twenty-eight-year-old teenage girl. Yes, exactly. 
The, and I'm, I'm about to sound old. The K-pop groups confuse me. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I thought it was just me. How much? I, I don't know how many members there are. I My niece is into them. Many of them. They confuse me. I get the hype. I just think that there's too many of them. Yeah. Like there's this one group that Jasmine likes, and there's like twelve of them. The group's name is Seventeen, but it's thirteen of them in the group. Mm-mm. Okay. You lost me. And also, I'm not. I'm not joining a band with 13, 13? girl. You need a shot of boys. <laughs> it's literally. <laughs> That's literally when you said thirteen. I was like, yeah, y'all got that one. <laughs> I never even thought about that. That is literally, yeah, yeah. It's literally that. I'm B6. I pick up sticks. <laughs> jokes. Freaking jokes. <laughs> that you know what? That's who that's who going who's gonna be my honorable mention. Seth Green. I need you to come sing all of Steve's songs at the yeah. damn the damn concert. I heard Boys 12 Live. I think I might lose it. <laughs> you need a shot, B12. You know you do. Okay, so honorable mentions. Asha, kick us off. Okay, I'm gonna go with Doja Cat. Is crazy boots, but she puts on an amazing performance. So it's Doja Cat. Are we permitted to pick problematic honorable mentions? Sure. That was mine. Okay, cool. That's why it's honorable. Great. (laughs) I'm gonna go with Justin Timberlake. I wanna see Justified Live. I don't care. I don't care. Right. Um, But in the comments, I would put you can only do Justified. And maybe like two or three other songs like it's a couple right. off of them newer albums not suit and tie um please not suit like, and tie. like, like okay. future sex love songs yeah like what is it she's bad and she knows i think that she knows you could do that one you could do and my then, love and beyonce is gonna be there anyway exactly so and y'all her. Um, carry out that song with Timberland. I actually really like that song. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I actually like Future Sex love songs. Like the yeah, it was a bad. I was yeah, but but after that, don't do no more shit. Yeah, yes. but then leave immediately. Get out. Get out. And don't <laughs> don't beat your feet. <laughs> I was literally about to say, don't beat your feet. I I remember seeing that and being like, what are you doing? Beat your feet. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah but after that you gotta go okay that's mine Jelena take us home my honorable mention is Flo Millie Par. Ooh, good I'm feeling myself I can see it yeah, I just need to hear that live one good time in my life that's all mine I think is not friendly like that's a great sample Oh, like, and I also I know we like Sweetie and everything, but Flo Millie sample of "Blow the Whistle" is way better than "Tapping" because she when she do that, what's my favorite Flo Millie bitch? <laughs> Say less. Host of a "Blow the Whistle." Yeah, my, my favorite song, Millie got millions because Millie got hits. You can talk mm-hmm. that shit when you really that bitch. She be spitting. And she's got that like high pitched, annoying voice that I'm just like, yes, let's just get on everybody's like, nerves. I can, right. I can be girly and I can rap. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm here for the bubblegum rap. Me I too. love it. 
but like she does it in a way that like it it doesn't feel like stupid i feel no. like right you have to like you can listen and bop to it but it's like damn that was good like yeah, she, she talk, her, talk your shit girl it's yeah. truly like like femme rap but it mm-hmm. has that grit that women have Ooh-hoo. love Ooh. it Please don't bark, cause Millie bite back. I huff and I puff and I blow shit down. Stand up, go, go, sit down. Just get on this good ocean sound. What? Now I gotta go listen to the song. Or even just some of the open lines, like what's that one? I walk around like that bitch. That bitch. Yep. How why is you here? Is a great, great. Mm-hmm. It's a great. Mm-hmm. Was that her first album? Or it was. First? Yeah, it yeah. Was. And that was off of TikTok fame after the B Flow mm-hmm. Millie beat. Because that's on that album too. Mm-hmm. I like cash and my hair to my ass. Yes. Alrighty. Well, thank you guys for playing along with us in the um, second installment of our draft segment. Again, you can check out our Instagram or if you're listening on Spotify, check out the poll under this episode to vote and we will take another quick break and be back with our final segment what is up you guys thank you so much for listening to black girl roundtable we're gonna get right back into the episode but before we do please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at the bougie black girls on tiktok and on instagram you can also check out bougieblackgirls.com for articles updates and some info on some other soon to come produced projects by the bougie black girls let's get back into the episode I feel like I haven't said this in a while. We're back with Ask Black Girl Roundtable. As always, if you have a question or you want some advice or anything of the sort, you can email us at askbgr at thebougieblackgirls.com. You can DM us. You can leave it in a comment, whatever you feel comfortable with. I feel less bad about people not sending us questions because now I see how many uh, podcasts just straight up do Reddit. Exactly. Maybe y'all just aren't chatty nowadays. But, like, if you are, I don't care if it's, like, my dog. Um, We got dogs, you know. All right, you need some dog training tips? I got you. Somebody asked us what we thought about a cashless society. Now, what do oh, we yeah. know about? But we answered it, didn't we? We sure did. It, did, it did make me think. I reflected quite a bit. I enjoyed that. All right. But today's question is, what is something that is completely normal to the rest of the world, but is slightly bizarre to you? Hmm. I have a few. Um, I don't know if it's to the rest of the world or just to the rest of like America. But one thing I don't understand is like, if the IRS already knows how much I owe, why don't you just tell me how much I owe? Thank you. I don't understand why I have to either go online, do all this math. Like the only thing that you need to probably ask me is like, hey, did you donate anything this year? Did you blah, say blah. Right. If not, this is how much you owe. If so, this is how much you'll owe or this is how much we will give you in a refund, blah, say blah. If you already know what the number is, why am I having to now guess, really, or pay somebody to guess what it is? And if I guess wrong, I go to jail. I go to jail. You're the one with the map, Dora. Don't ask me. <laughs> me. 
Like, what? Why I, do you trust me to do this math? <laughs> I just feel like there should be levels of the questions that they ask since they know how much money you make. Like, do you have a foreign bank account? Do you have a Swiss savings? No. Do I look like any of these things? <laughs> what? I feel like you all know the profile of people that actually do have that stuff. So ask them those questions. Don't be asking about no Swiss bank account. Like, don't. Mm-mm. It's like, I don't, I don't know, y'all. I go to work, I go home. That's my story. You ain't doing shit with this money anyway. So you better stop asking me. Stop making me look at every nickel and dime before I really get mad. Right, because I'm going to be asking what y'all, what y'all doing with my money. Because mm-hmm. it better not be going to no damn genocide. That's all I know. I need a receipt. Okay. You ain't spending it to fill the potholes in this damn city. So what right. else are you doing? Send me an itemized invoice, please. Thank you. Mm, that's a good one. I don't understand why y'all do that. It's weird. Um, what's something that's normal that I find weird? Um, I'm gonna go with cruise ships. Yeah. I, it's something about like a whole functioning society floating on top of the ocean that doesn't make sense to me. Um, really just the entire concept of buoyancy. I don't get it because what do you mean that an entire cruise ship will float and sail across the ocean? Um, Millions and millions and trillions and billions and pounds of metal. But if I jump in the ocean, I will sink to the bottom. Fuck you. I don't understand it. And I don't care if you're a scientist and you're like, oh, I'm a, I'm going to explain it. Don't waste your time because it, no, this is witchcraft. I'm with you on that one because I I think we might have been talking. I might have been talking to you about it. Where I was like, I don't think I realized like when they're like, oh, it's an amusement park on the cruise ship. What oh, do you mean? There's an amusement park on this boat. We are on a roller coaster <laughs> on the water. How? Like, plus there's rooms and a dining hall, like a huge dining hall. Several dining halls and a theater. Like what? And a spa and a this and a that. In a shopping mall. On the boat. But we not going going to say, I don't. And maybe happy Black History Month. Maybe it's my ancestors telling me something is not right. But you are going to be hard pressed to catch me on a cruise ship. I'm so sorry. My family keeps trying to get me on one. And I'm like, same. I don't want to yeah, and I, I've had friends who were like, I wanted to go just because it was like my French trip or whatever, and I wanted to be there for my French trip. But I've been like, I gotta get on a cruise ship. And it's the thought of like, they'd be like, oh, we're docking in such and such a port. You could spend eight hours here, but then we're leaving. When I tell you, I would maybe step off and go 50 feet from the boat and turn right back around. Because if y'all leave me, anger is not a strong enough word for what I would feel. No, I'm calling the National Guard. <laughs> I I'd literally just seen a TikTok the other day where this guy was like, he accidentally booked a one-way cruise and they all just was like, figure it out. We do not care how you get home. And I'm like, what do you mean? First of all, why is that a thing? Right. Is that a thing? Second of all, what you mean figure it out? You gonna help me get home. Like, what? You can't leave me here. And all these people are like, we did a nine-month cruise and we're working for Why do you want to be on a boat for nine, nine months? That's months. horrible. Here's the thing. This is the fucking See, middle passage? Like, what, what's I was going to say, boats have evolved so that right. this does not have to happen. 
And my thing is, seasickness is a real thing. And if you have a good stormy night and I'm just rocking, I, that would, when I tell you that would haunt my every waking hour, no, I'm not. That's not the, I seen Titanic. We ain't making it out. We going there. And let me tell you, we be getting on what's her face for not sharing that door with Jack. Fuck you, Jack. It's Aaron May for, for themselves. Scoot over. And he also said, no, I'm good. So actually, That's I'm, you I'm actually not going to argue with you. And all the, all this, it's a, a whole fucking ocean liner has sunk. You could have found yourself a little piece of something. I would have been looking like, oh, he froze over already. Let me just push him. He don't need that. You over here like, I'ma just watch. You could have found you a little sliver of anything. And people always doing this whole like, oh, she could have fit on the boat. I'm like, I don't think I understand the way that like body weight works. On a piece of wood, yeah. Even if she could have. Let's not risk it, actually. I've already ruined my future marriage for you. And now I'm in the freezing cold water. I think I've given you enough. I literally just met you three days ago. My heart will go on. All right. It sure, it sure, it sure did. First of all, it sure did. It sure did go on. That's how I took that song. I'm gonna remember you in here forever, Jack. But baby, life God. Oh my God. Wherever you are, my heart will go on. My heart. My heart will go on. Y'all are the worst. <laughs> she was said, oh well, my heart will go on. <laughs> That's what she never lie. <laughs> I will never be able to hear that song. <laughs> That's what it was about. Singing her heart out as this man sinks to his death. I'm screaming. Bye. But don't you worry, boo, because I will remember and I live remember to see another day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sorry. Mm. That's yeah, petty that's as hell. Uh, that's a good one, Jelena. What you got? Don't judge me when I say this, y'all, because I understand how necessary this is in like the real world. But donating blood does not sit right. What do you mean? <laughs> the fact that you can go somewhere and be like, "Hey, I want to like." I'm going to sell you my blood and my plasma. Sounds very like crazy dystopian novel to me. If you take away everything else, like what's it the, just. What's the difference between blood and plasma? Uh, I think you can use plasma for different things. Don't let me lie to you. I don't. I don't know, but the fact that I can go in and make money off of this is like. It's just, it's just weird. Also, like I'm an organ donor, but like organ donation also don't. It's just, uh, it's just the overall thought of like again. How do I know that you're gonna keep me alive? That's my thing. How do I know that you're gonna be like, you know what? I watch Grey's Anatomy, and they surely do be sabotaging these people sometimes. My soul, my patient need a heart. You, you, you don't look. They don't look like they're gonna make it, and then they done did some shit, and now. I don't got no liver. I mean, like, them, oh, like they probably would have saved you more, but it's like, oh, you're a donor. Do- you're a donor, donor anyway, so organ donor. So it's like, no. But like the real one is definitely like the blood. Like I just for fifty dollars, you can give us a whole pint of blood. I try what? to donate pretty often because I have type O, 
but I don't like to do it. Like it makes me feel sick every time I go. So um, I was told that um, because I'm anemic, I cannot. So <laughs> shaking hands. Why are we touching each other? If I don't know you, like on first meeting, and obviously, like I do it because it's like a socially, it's a social norm. If you don't do it, people find particularly like people in power find you off-putting. So I do it because it's like yes. But like I don't know if it's since the pandemic, and I was actually just having this conversation. Me and Raheem were having it with some of our friends, and in a lot of cultures, actually, like shaking hands is not a thing because, like, again, why are we touching? It's weird. A bow is great. And until I get to know you and I see your habits, I and then I will hug who I feel comfortable hugging. I like a bow. But why why are we physically my first interaction with you was touching your palm that has touched so many other things, including your mouth. Huh, just think about it. It makes me too much. That's a good one. Shaking hands. Why are we doing it? Yeah, more bowing in twenty twenty four. I can get into bows. Hey, how you doing? Stop touching niggas with your hands. Your hands. A much. good head shake. You know, yeah. a good a head, nod. Oh, a head nod. Yeah, oh, I do. I love the classic black tilt of the chin. Hey, what's up? No, you And also, like, head. a handshake don't hit the way a dap up does. Like, but a dap again is like, I know you. I know it's you. Exactly. Or I love yeah. the black girl wave of the fingers. Like, hey. It's the wave of the fingers. That mm-hmm. to me is a lot better than I got to shake your hand. And we just. I do that. <laughs> I do love a good little hey girl. <laughs> I do this all the time. Hey, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when you're in your like black auntie era at work. Hey boo, mm-hmm. how are you? Me, the, me coming in late with my with my uh yeah, with my iced coffee. It is it's such an aesthetic. It's such a vibe. And then put my stuff down and just be like, okay, mm-hmm. let, me, let me get to work. And it's just a very polite and and you know fluttery way to be like don't you dare say anything about me being yeah, like i know and you know and nothing's gonna happen to any of us right. okay as the okay. office hot girl you may say nothing i'm here you're welcome look at my cute outfit mm-hmm. exactly me and my cute outfit and you, and you can smell my and you can smell my perfume as i walk as i the walk building. in yes yeah yeah we all know that That's i'm here right. now yeah and you would be upset if I wasn't. So let's not tempt fate. Because right. I could also then just where, leave. Then it's where's Asha? Oh, I did a yeah. Uh-huh. Act accordingly. Um, my last one I think would probably be I had it and then I just lost it. Um, I think kind of just in the same vein, like I understand that there's this new wave of people who are enjoying being child-free, not in a rush to have children, things like that. But a lot of this disdain that people have for children on the internet, I'm sorry, is so strange. I understand Mm -hmm. the issues with the Sephora children and them being a lot and annoying, but Sephora children are children and your criticism is of the parents and not of the kids. And so y'all making skits imitating 10-year-old girls is just a very, it's a bit strange to me. Um, It's very reminiscent of how you used to pick on girls when we used to like certain bands or do certain things when I was a kid. So I'm just never going to be able to to get behind that. Um, similarly, when y'all throw fits about children crying in restaurants, this is not a public, this is not a private space. You know, there are some restaurants that definitely are adult only, but unless the establishment explicitly says that, if they've got a kid's menu, sometimes you're going to have to suck it up and deal with kids. Same thing with airplanes. Like, I don't care 
I, I really do not know if I will ever have children. I'm not sure. Um, and the older and older I get, the more and more I'm leaning towards no. Um, but I don't hate children. Like I understand that they are a part of our society. And as kids, they're going to act like fucking kids. And I just need some of y'all to do better with that. So this kind of the recent normalization of like, oh my God, kids, oh, no kids. Blah, blah, blah. Like it's just, it's very weird to me. Yeah. Children exist. Right. And we're the only one of the cultures that are annoyed by children in public spaces. We have one of the only cultures that are annoyed by children in public spaces. And it's, it's weird. weird. And it's a new emergence. So I don't know. Mine is similar, but it's on the opposite end of yours. It's people who pretty much like people who talk down on folks who are responsible and I mean, I say responsible. That's a very loaded word If in this situation. People who chose not to have children in their late teens, 20s era. Oh, 100% agree. The people who were like, you're going to be 40 having kids. That's when, you, that's when you're supposed to. You're not supposed to. I mean, like, again, you live your life. I do what you do. But that's when you're supposed to have, like, you're supposed to have them late in life. Like, it's not the 1940s where life expectancy is low. That's why they was having the kids so yeah. young, y'all. Like, that's the reason. Like, and also, excuse me for wanting to be financially stable in a committed relationship. Cough, cough. Because y'all also, also, oh, that's my other one. Y'all folks who keep saying that marriage is not a big as commit. I mean, that having a child is not as big as a commitment as getting married. That's pure. Crazy as hell. Pure. Crazy pure as hell. Pure insanity. I want, I want you to hear what you just I'm said. Gonna say, the other one I said. I'm going to stay on that. What do you mean <laughs> having a child is less of a commitment than a marriage. Okay, because honey, I'll get married like Elizabeth Taylor and be divorced, married, divorced over and over again. But these babies, they here forever. They here for. They are living, it's breathing people that you have to nurture and and care for. Like uh, I, I did not at first believe in the term accessory babies until recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a I was like, a lot of y'all are having kids for social media. And it's weird. Just to do it. Seek it, help. Go or for your Or for your family members. It's weird. Yes. That's oh big my gosh. One. You know how many times I go home, like go to visit or like family and everybody's like, when are y'all having kids? Can you get out my uterus, please? And thank you. That's stop, stop asking people that question. You don't know what people are going through fertility wise to even have to even ask folks that kind of question and if and if i tell you some real personal shit to ruin the, the cookout y'all gonna be mad yeah, at everybody's me. mad um, all right well unpopular or not even unpopular opinions just you know don't be afraid to to go against the grain because all this shit that seems normal it's not society is made up as we tell y'all every single week mm-hmm. money isn't mm-hmm. real we That's shouldn't be paying point. water bills you did not make this water um yeah and i think that's gonna wrap us up for this week's episode of black girl roundtable if you guys enjoyed it please be sure you are subscribed make sure you're leaving us a rating wherever you're listening i say it every week and i will continue to say it if you guys want us to grow if you want us to be able to record weekly if you want to save us from this life and take us out of the hood then we need your support so share the podcast subscribe listen to it twice just because it's so nice Um, Make sure you are following us on our socials and we will catch you guys next time. Bye.